Welcome to the My Essential Birth Podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Stephanie. And we're professional doulas, childbirth educators, and the creators of My Essential Birth, the holistic, empowering online childbirth education course helping mothers everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. So join us each week as we share tips and advice for all things pregnancy, birth, and beyond. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to get new content. And head over to www.myessentialbirth.com for more information about our birth course and to join a community of mamas just like you. All right, mamas, we were debating on the title for today's podcast episode, and we decided on you know you're crunchy if, and we're (laughs) going to give you some examples of if you know you've crossed the line of just like birthing mama to girl, you're granola. (laughs) But first, we're going to start you off with our meme of the week. So here we are. We all have mother-in-laws, right? Most of us, majority of us here. So mother-in-law, please don't tell me how to raise my kids. I'm married to one of yours, and he still needs some work. Oh, snap. (laughs) For the mother-in-laws listening, we love you, but you get it, right? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was funny. Fortunately, my mother-in-law, for the most part, has stayed out of things yeah I've got I have a fabulous mother-in-law as well but there are moments where I'm like I can agree with that meme (laughs) (laughs) it's awesome okay you guys so we have rounded up the craziest birthing practices that we hear of here in the United States and uh, just wanted to share them with you because you might be watching a birth video or you might see a picture or something and be like what the actual crap is that girl doing (laughs) so we kind of want to explain it a little bit why somebody might choose that you know Whatever. Yeah, I don't think either. I don't think you and I have done any of the things on this. We list. haven't, but I'm not necessarily against them, and I think we definitely need to start this episode letting everybody know that there is no judgment. We have a place for everybody here, and we love every mother and all of her birthing decisions, all the crunchy birthing decisions she could possibly make. So when we're talking about these and we're joking about them, please, this is satire. <laughs> okay, it is just for fun. We certainly don't want to offend anybody. I mean, really, in most regards, Stephanie and I ourselves are pretty darn crunchy. We're pretty crunchy. I think Courtney might be crunchier than I am. I think I am. I think she is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So to start things off, let's talk about, although I did cloth diaper. Did you cloth diaper? I did not cloth diaper, although if we were to have more kids. That's the point for me, crunchy. Do you want to know my reasoning why, though? Sure. I feel like this is kind of vain. (laughs) <laughs> because I did the cloth diapering babies I had met, their butts looked huge. Oh, that, they would oh, be like six no. months wearing yeah. size 2T pants because their butt you was have so to. fluffy. They can't crawl. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, my kids with my body, they're already up against a creek when it comes to junk in the trunk. I didn't want to add to that, you know? I don't think that's vain. I remember looking at my my <laughs> third baby. It was actually when I decided I pulled him away from cloth diapering at probably like a year and a half or two. And it was for that reason. I'm like, the poor kid can't climb up the slide with his brothers. Like, <laughs> like a oh turtle gosh. in a shell. It's bad you know, news. You know from a Christmas story where the mom's wrapping the kid up to go outside in the snow and he's like, I can't put my arms down. <laughs> exactly. I feel like it's kind of like that, but for the butt. Yeah, so, turtle butt. Yeah. I, we just created a new term for turtle. anybody listening. <laughs> turtle butt. And I have friends that do cloth diaper. And if you're thinking you're going to do it because you're going to save money. You do. That's why we did it. We oh. saved a ton of money. Okay. I was going to say, she was. She buys all the prints. 
in all the sizes. It's like anything else. It can become an addiction. She's like but addicted. She's yeah. got all the Disney. It also helped that my mom She's probably listening to Sup, Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that was off topic. But we should do... We should definitely talk about cloth diapering a different time. I know. Because that is a fun topic. And I absolutely loved Because there's diapering. a million different options. I mean, you can have cloth diapers with the disposable inner liners. It mm-hmm. can flush down the potty. Oh, so there's pre-folds. There's like the flaps where you fold yourself. I even like pinned. It was so fun. Like you, I loved you, it. Really? I totally loved it. Yeah, we're gonna have to do another. episode I had three on this. kids in cloth diapers at one time. I did not love that as much. Oh. But I did do it, and we did save money. I think in my head, <laughs> this is so wrong. But I think in my head sometimes when I think about cleaning cloth diapers, I'm like, there's just turds floating a lot around your washing machine. Okay. You don't put the turds in the washing machine. I don't know. So I, like, if you have a utility sink, see, now this is turning into a cloth diaper. I got this <laughs> But if you have a utility sink, that's where it's gold. Like, people did the, like, you know how you have the diaper attachment, like the showering attachment to your yeah, yeah, toilet? Yeah. Yep. I would, I refused to do that because I was Why? like, that's going to spray poop flex everywhere. Does it? I don't know. I didn't oh, do it okay. for that reason. But I would use my utility sink. So you shake it all off. And then I use the utility sink. Shake it up. Yeah, but then the one up. time we didn't have a utility sink, and then you're doing it in the bath, like in the sink. Oh, and then you got poop in your yeah, sink. Yeah, but the, so I kind of joked that like my sink was always like the that was the cleanest one though, right? Because I you were bleached it. I like like it was super yeah super clean. I could see that. Yeah. Anyways, but before okay, like before they when they're just breastfeeding, you just throw the whole thing in there, and it melts away like yogurt, and hey. like. That was heaven. I know that the dishwashing detergent I use, it's by a company called Rock and Green. This is not a paid or sponsored ad. I'm just saying I like it. They're not. One day we'll be cool enough for a paid and sponsored ad. For now. For now. (laughs) Hashtag one day. But for now, it's really great when, especially when I lived in Kansas, the water there was kind of just not great. Um, Mm. But I found out that they started off as a company that made detergents for cloth diapering. Totally. That were really awesome. It was too expensive for us. I always wanted Rock and Green. Oh. We use wow. country save. <laughs> it's real. Sounds like yeah. you're saving money. <laughs> we did. That's awesome. Well, uh, now that we've spent most to, of this. That's a crunchy birth practice. It is. Yeah. I think we can add that to the list. Okay. We didn't have it on there before, Checkmate. but it's on there now. Okay. Cloth diapering, you crunchy. Boom. Can we talk about perineal massage? <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump right in, ladies. Let's just go there. This is a real thing. Okay. Perineal massage. So if you think of where the perineum is. It's your... It's the area between your vag and your bum holio. I'm just going to, just in case. I mean, because you could Google it on your phone and still be looking like, what am I looking at? Just, it's the skin area between the two holes. Yes, and the area that stretches when you are pushing your baby out. <laughs> so. <laughs> your coot coot and your poop shoot. Okay. Sorry. So there. <laughs> It's from Saturday We're never going to make it It's through. from Saturday Night Live. Okay. It's funny. No, it's good. It works. Okay, so, yes, the, that area stretches when you are pushing your baby out. Naturally, it stretches. But there is a practice of perineal massage that is done during pregnancy that helps that skin to stretch a little more easily. I would say especially with a first-time mom who hasn't had that skin stretched before. And we, like I said... No sides on this one, but there is um, a way to do it, and typically that happens with a partner. So this is not something that you do on yourself. Yes, get ready, guys. Let's get it on. (laughs) Um, And so you use like what coconut oil or olive oil, oil. and then you insert a finger into the vagina, 
and push towards the rectum, mm-hmm. um, and you hold it there for 10, it 15, 20 seconds I can't at a imagine time. it feels great. I don't remember doing yeah, this I can't imagine. Ever. It would feel super awesome. I, I certainly didn't try this. Oh, my gosh. You know what we could add? This isn't crunchy, but hmm. I don't know. Is this TMI? Like, my husband shaved me. Is that oh. – should we not talk about this? Well, My poor husband. Hey. You guys, all the, like – dirty details end up on this podcast i don't think it's crazy i made nate help me shave my legs towards the end of my pregnancy oh no i was like i'm not having any hair down there like let's do this so he went through like five razors and like this big hot he's like i'm never doing this again (laughs) i'm never like it was winking at me (laughs) it's okay but here's the thing i feel like the opposite can also be a little out there because i remember with the birthing class that my husband and i took all the birth videos they showed were from the 1970s. And I remember one time um, I was at a training and and the people who like run this particular course, they were talking about like, what do these birth videos all have in common? And I'm sure they were looking for things like they were empowering. They're really awesome. And I raised my hand. I was, I was such a turd. I was like, um, you have to have a Burt Reynolds mustache oh, in order gosh. to enter the hospital. All these guys had like serious mustaches and none of the girls, it was like a jungle down there. You couldn't tell which way was up. <laughs> you know what's funny is like when younger with my like first and second birth, I was all about like there can't, it needs to be like nice and clean down there. Mm-hmm. And then with my third, I actually did prefer to have a little more coverage. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I've seen it as a doula. I would say it's like, Probably 50-50. Yeah. I see some women. Whatever you're comfortable with is the right decision. And other women who are like, yeah, there's, it's nice and trimmed. And other women who are like, they aren't into grooming down there and that's okay. Yeah. So don't, don't feel if you're like, oh, I've got to get rid of all the hair down there. Please trust me when I say that people who do birth work, we've seen it all. You're fine. And that's, no one's staring at that. Nope. (laughs) They're just waiting for a baby. Also, that was off topic and that was my fault. So sorry. That's okay. Okay. So perineal massage, it's a thing. People always ask, do we recommend that you do that? I don't know that it's necessary. So my, the reason that I was not interested in it, even though I thought in a way it could offer more comfort is I think if you stretch that area out, you can kind of ruin some of the elasticity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would rather it get stretched quickly and bounce back quickly, like from to keep pushing a baby out for a little bit, it. right, than to yeah. do that over a period of time. So that that's my personal thoughts on it. Yep. No, I agree. Moving on. Yes. How about the placenta prints? Let's just talk about placentas. There's a couple things There's that happen. There's a few things on this list related to placentas. Okay. Maybe let's start. Why don't we start with when the placenta comes out? Mm-hmm. What are some things that can happen? Um, well, like, you know, you're crunchy if you eat it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> if you, and that's not like just not just pill form, right? No, like some people, there's a lot of different ways that you can consume your placenta, and they're supposed to be, weren't they coming out with a giant study? They're still working on it from what I understand. Okay. There's supposed to be a really big study because there's a lot of anecdotal information out there. Some women claim that it helps them with um, postpartum bleeding, helps them with postpartum depression. Um, it's Milk really, supply. Milk supply. It's really hard to kind of quantify that right now, so they're supposed to be doing a big old study on it, which we are anxiously anticipating, but... Just know that some women, most women, I would say, go for a placenta encapsulation, which is basically like you take your placenta, you cut it into strips, 
you dry it out, kind of like beef jerky, yeah. right? You grind it into a powder, and that powder goes into like a capsule. Yeah, and it should consume. be done by somebody who is certified in the practice, Absolutely. who um, is you've been referred to, not just anybody willy-nilly, because I have seen placentas that they didn't wait till it was cooled off all the way, and then they ground it and put it into or the pill cases, it, or and it melted. Or like their kids' PBJ. I don't know. Yes, just... it needs to have a clean spit. There's some. There's some things we're not going to get into all that, no. but. But yes, that's part of it. So if you hear women doing that, it's probably because they're trying to help either bleeding or healing or milk supply or postpartum depression. So that in and of itself, I don't feel like is so crazy, except there's some women who, rather than going the capsulation method, they will just straight up cook it and eat it. They might put it in a or smoothie. Smoothies. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. And that is, especially because placenta encapsulation can be a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And if you are not in a place where you can afford that, I totally see the merit in doing it the other way. The only thing I would say about that is if you plan to do it that way, that it doesn't last in a fridge or freezer as long as it would in capsules. And along mm-hmm. with the capsules, they also make a tincture normally, which you can still do at home just with, you know, 100 proof alcohol and putting a piece of the placenta in there, which actually works for later over time mm-hmm. after you run out of placenta or the pills um but yeah that's my recommendation if you know you're going to need it for a longer amount of time then then encapsulation would be the way to go there's got to be a certain amount of benefit to it though because i have been at a birth where um a mom was hemorrhaging right after birth, oh yes and they yes. cut off a piece of her placenta and put it in her cheek or the cord or the cord yep because of um the hormones and things the oxytocin that it, the oxytocin that it yep. has in there that can help stop bleeding yeah and yeah it's super typical at home mm -hmm. births but i've also seen it done in the hospital which i think is great yeah totally awesome okay other placenta related things why don't you tell us about placenta prints okay placenta prints oh and this can kind of go along with sometimes when women get their placentas encapsulated because the drying process is already happening many women will ask for the umbilical cord to be dried along with that and it can be dried into a shape like a heart or if it's like a super long cord i i know women that have had the word love like in cursive written out with the umbilical cord so that's a thing like saving the umbilical cord drying drying and you know you're crunchy if okay drying and saving that um but along with that, the placenta prints, this is like kind of tree of life. So you take the placenta. I've seen it done with colors like paint, like so it's been cleaned and then put in paint and then printed with different colors, especially like rainbow babies. I've mm-hmm. seen rainbow and they're pretty and it is kind of that tree of life if you know what we're talking about. But um, I've also seen it done just with just Blood. with the fresh placenta. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against it, but but it can be done with just blood. I've seen them and I thought the prints were pretty and I remember yeah. they were like, I don't know, the blood thing just kind of throws me yeah, off. Yeah, it does. It throws me off a little bit. That's me. That's not my comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. To each their own, I guess, on that one. Okay, so why don't you tell us about a lotus birth? So lotus birth is where they never actually like cut or clamp or anything to the cord. The baby stays attached to the placenta via the umbilical cord. They just wrap up the placenta um, keep it in a little, they, sometimes I've seen women crochet bags yes. that they put the placenta in and they just wait for baby's umbilical cord to dry up and fall off naturally. Um, which takes a few days. It's not super long. Yeah. Yep. So that, yeah, lotus birth is an option too. Um, as far as I understand it and I don't understand it a lot, so don't quote me on this, but, um, it's more of like, uh, an ancient kind of religious mm-hmm. practice with different cultures. So it reminds me a lot of if you've ever seen birth videos where they use a candle to cauterize mm. and kind of sever the cord that way. Um, I think it's supposed to be a little bit more 
people look at it from an emotional standpoint of we are, this baby is officially in this world. They're no longer attached to Right. They don't need this to live. Right. It's their own life. They're their own human kind of a thing. And so it gives them time to sort of sort of emotionally process that, I think, both yeah, mom that, and yeah. baby. And we actually, within the birth course, include a video where a mom has decided to use cord burning. So mm-hmm. you'll see that if you're in the birth course. I, I think, and again, this is just, I've never attended a birth where they've done it this way. I wonder what that smells like. <laughs> I mean, it's you're burning, because I have been in situations where they're cauterizing something. It doesn't smell great. I just that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. I can't I have not had a birth where there is. I have been at a birth that ha, they've done a lotus birth, but I have not been to a cord burning. I haven't either. Hmm. So, hmm. interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. If you guys know, send us a message. Yeah, just tell us. <laughs> tell us. Was it Tell us what the smell was, was like. It? Yes. We're <laughs> okay, here's another awkward one. There used to be a video, in fact, it's still out, although they changed the name. It was called... I have or- the DVD. I have it too. <laughs> it was called Orgasmic Birth. And they have since changed the name to Organic Birth because that's a little less like, what the crap are you talking about? <laughs> but on this, the idea is that birth can be an enjoyable experience, which we absolutely agree with. Yeah. But they actually Well, and that show- it hits those areas as babies being pushed out. Those pleasure points. The, yes. They're also <laughs> down there. I, from my experience, I'm, I don't know how you felt, but no. there was no chance that no. I was going to be really excited in that moment. No, because I, when your baby is crowning like that, I was feeling the ring of fire that so many women describe, right. which is just where those tissues, those perineal tissues, are stretching so tremendously. Yeah, it's like this tremendous, intense, like, exciting, you know, you're really close, but not like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, what is, oh, gosh, I can't even think about that. So anyway, it includes, this DVD includes a clip of a woman who experiences an orgasm as her baby is descending and passing through the birth canal, and it just, I don't know, it just, I... How would you explain, how would you, would you show that video to your kid? Hey, look what you did for me. Thanks, pal. I mean, she talked about it on the news. So kudos to her and her husband. It was funny because I remember somebody had asked him in the interview, did you know what was happening? And he was like, oh, yeah, I've seen her like that many times before. (laughs) And I'm like, was that awkward for you? Like, I feel like, I don't even remember the interview past that point because I was like, wait, what? Like, what what just happened? Awkward for him, but just won't somebody think of the children? <laughs> like, I just, how would you like to know that that's what you did for your mom? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I get, I mean, I don't see, there's nothing wrong with that per se. Especially but, if you're not intending for it to happen. But Stephanie yeah. and I were talking about this beforehand, but I think that you would have to be hoping for that to happen. For or to happen. working for it, right? Like, I, I mean, know. some of you guys might just be like, I don't, I don't know. That's okay. That's another DM. You don't have to give us the details or anything, but just like, yeah, was this the thing for you? I, because I mean, obviously, if it happened with that one woman, she's not the only one, you know? Well, gosh, Stephanie, birth goals for your next birth. (laughs) Again. I don't, sorry. I don't think I could conjure it if I want. (laughs) We're trying not to offend people here. So if that's you and you want that or my thoughts at the end when I'm pushing a baby out is, Please stay together, body. Like, don't pull everything apart on the way. Like, there's no thought of anything. Pleasurable. I I mean, it's pleasurable in a very different way, you know? Yeah. Yes. You do get that rush of endorphins and oxytocin, but it's it's exuberant 
joy because your baby's right. Born. Yeah. Well, and they do talk, but just like you said, like that flood of love and all that, and the love for your partner and all of that is included, which mm-hmm. obviously with an orgasm includes those same things. Mm-hmm. But I do believe it's a little different. At least it was for me. Yep. Yes. Why don't you tell us about tea baths? So, if so you, you know you're crunchy if <laughs> if your postpartum pictures include a big like looks like you're sitting in a giant teacup of herbs. Yep. Right. I've had a women message me. They've watched some of the birth videos that we recommend or share in the course. They're like, "What is going? What are they sitting in? It looks like dirty water." Okay. Like- if I have another baby, if I'm lucky, I've even done like herb baths. Not mm-hmm. having baby, I absolutely love this idea. Um, what I don't love is the stuff floating around the water. That would make me super uncomfortable, like the herbs and stuff touching mm-hmm. me. That's just not my thing. But they, they, I, in I've fact, the mother's the blessing, yeah, where that I just went to, they did these like mesh bags, mm-hmm. and then you just put all the things in it, and it had Epsom salt and all these flowers and herbs, and we used essential oils, and I put that in a bath, and it was heavenly. So, um, yeah, the the tea baths after are just for a really calming, relaxing, um, kind of hormone-improving, healing healing, um, practice that's done for mom postpartum. And you'll see them bring baby into the tub as well just because it's a sweet moment for both of them. Yeah, and I I mean, again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I actually – I, I might be crunchy, you guys, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I want to do that. you're totally crunchy. It's okay. <laughs> okay, another, you know, your granola if, you know, your crunchy <laughs> if, if you incorporate henna, um, either on your belly, I've seen it on hands when you're pregnant or about to give birth um, at different, they call it a, a mother's blessing or a blessing. Yeah, one. so I we kind of talked about a mother's blessing a second ago where they do the herbs and stuff. And um, I know we've had some questions about this, and maybe this is a completely separate podcast or one of our Instagram lives. But basically, a mother's blessing is an opportunity to bless the mother instead of what we do traditionally here in America, which is a baby shower. So we have a baby shower for the mom except everything is really for the baby. We bring diapers, we bring clothes, which is all necessary things. But a mother's blessing, the beauty of it is that it really focuses on mom and the support and love and encouragement that she's going to need going into that birth. I love the concept. I think I've seen really neat things done at them. I've seen where everybody that comes makes um, a birth affirmation card Mm. for mom and she gets to hang those in her birthing space. Um, when it's baby time. Yeah, I think one of my favorite things that, um, and this is where it gets a little like, so traditionally mother's blessings are done. It's a like a religious almost ceremony with the Native American culture. Mm-hmm. And this is where um, when we bring it into American culture, it's a little bit different. And so I don't know that I would call it a blessing way or a mother's blessing the way that I've seen it done or I've been a part of. But um, certainly I think one of my favorite parts is that you're supposed to bring a bead with you. Mm -hmm. And so at the end, like however many women come, we all string together these beads and it turns into um, this beautiful bracelet for mom. And the point is that you bring with that bead an intention and a blessing. And so the intention, you know, and blessing can include something like, you know, for, for all of the love that you deserve, for um, the beauty that this birth can be for the strength that you're going to need, like, you know, here, here's this bead and you hand her that with this blessing. And I just envision, like, I would, I would absolutely love that. I would pull from that because mm-hmm. I think of a lot of women that have gone before me when I'm in that birthing space that like, it just simple thoughts, like if they can do it, I can do it. And so the thought and being able to hold on to something and look at it and touch that bead or, or that bracelet and think, 
I have so much strength that I can pull on from these other women that have gone before me. I think that's really powerful. Absolutely. It kind of reminds me of um, when couples get married. I I had kind of a lavish wedding Mm. and it was very, you know, I wanted it to look a certain way and I wanted everything to, you know, the dinner to be like this and the reception to be like this, very focused. Um, I wouldn't say I was totally focused on the material aspects, Mm. but I appreciated when as an intimate family, we got together and we talked about the eternal significance Mm. of the marriage and everybody sharing, um, you know, a little bit of advice or kind of, you know, blessings in a way of what they intended for my husband and I. And so I think it takes the shift from um, material things for baby to um, support and love for mom and for the experience that she'll go through. Right, which is kind of what we're all about. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, But okay, back on that really quick, because you mentioned henna, and I don't want to forget about that. So henna is, um, it's kind of like a temporary tattoo that is done on mom, and it's done in different patterns, in different places. You've seen it probably like all over a mom's belly or on Mm -hmm. her hands and feet. It's just really common, and especially now. Um, But I just wanted to make a side note, because I know that we've seen some things recently that have showed, like I know that there's talk about their safe henna, and there's not safe henna. And so I would just caution, same thing with like what we talked about placentas or whatever, like having encapsulation done, making sure that you're getting henna from a tried and true good source. From what I read and what I understand, it has to be made. And so if it's a pre-made henna or something like that, it might not be safe for mom and baby. So um, just skin irritations. And of course, it can get absorbed through the skin. So keeping that in mind. All right. We got another one for you. You know you're crunchy if you do a belly cast when you're pregnant. If you're not sure what this is, it's almost like you take a mold of your the upper half of your pregnant body. It's like paper so, mache your boobs and belly. That's true. <laughs> so I wonder if you could turn it into a piggy bank. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? Like cut a slit where the belly You know, like you like do it around a balloon and then you like turn it into a piggy bank? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Slit at the bottom. Slit in the belly button. <laughs> oh, Cardboard. you said belly button? Belly button. <laughs> like the bottom. Oh, no. Oh, girl. Okay, you don't what? cast your vagina in case you're wondering. No, so. but you do have to, like, strip down from the belly up and you, yeah, you use what? Like, okay, so this is my thing. Like, I think it's wonderful if women want to do this. Again, it's just your thing. I couldn't have somebody going over my boot. Like, you can see the nipples, too. Mm-hmm. I, my comfort zone is not to have that in my house with my children. I'm just saying. Growing, like parents coming up. I don't know. That's, I think it's neat, but just keep in mind that you might be the only one who appreciates it. That's true. As much. That's true. As much. As okay. Others. You know what I have seen that I thought is really cute though? You do the belly cast and then you have the newborn photo in it. Like with the baby laying in the belly part that like this is where you were. I think oh. that's super cute. Have you not seen that? I haven't seen that before. It's pretty cute. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I've seen some people, they paint it or they decorate mm. it. I've seen some that are hanging on people's walls. I think that's a little, again, whatever floats your boat. I don't know if that's what I would do because I don't know if I want everybody to know the exact shape of my boobies. <laughs> well, I know time. mine would not be in the correct directions and proportions. So You've got east-west. <laughs> no, stop saying that. I told you. This one is... Southwest. <laughs> this one's normal. You need a compass rose <laughs> for your for your chest. So belly casting, and then we we're gonna you circle know what back we should around. Do? You know what we should do? What? Because 
some of the stuff that we talk about here, we need to have. Do not suggest that you're going to belly cast no. me as I oh am my now. Goodness. No. That's not cool. Let me see your boobs. <laughs> no. Let me see your boobs, baby. <laughs> no, I was thinking, like, we give so much random, obnoxious information. Like, we need to have, like, a Courtney and Stephanie quiz. What do you know about us? Oh, no. <laughs> It'd be so awkward and embarrassing. <laughs> so take notes. Because I'm like, that's the second time people understand where my left breast sits. That's true. <laughs> or um, which girl's husband totally gave her a Brazilian before <laughs> before she had birth, before she gave birth. Um, we're going to actually, no, because most of these stories are inappropriate and about me. That It would just be Are me. you feeling like I'm not divulging enough? Maybe. Personal information? Why don't you give one to make me feel more comfortable? I don't know. I'd have to think, about, think that. about that. I'll bring it next week. <clears throat> I feel like I could just keep going. That's how many I have. This is a weekly <laughs> basis, you guys. I love having you as a friend. Um, okay, let's talk about, we're going to circle back around to placenta because we realized we forgot one and it's kind of funny. It's so good. Will you explain it because your story's Okay, awesome. so like sometimes, sometimes after moms give birth, instead of eating the placenta or anything like that, they plant it. And that's like just In like, the ground. In the ground. And um, so my mother-in-law, she had a home birth which was awesome because I was able to draw on a lot of her strength during my birth, and she was there. It was cool. Anyways, but she planted that placenta underneath this, like, beautiful bush that she had, and she said the bush died. (laughs) And she was laughing so hard because she's like – and it makes sense because my daughter. (laughs) Like, implying that our daughter's like – Yes. Yeah. Like, it was was just funny. (laughs) <laughs> and it died. And, that, and, it, up my and that actually makes sense for that child. <laughs> cruel. Cruel. So we want to know out of the things we mentioned, how many how many have you actually done? Because Oh my gosh, we need a crunchy granola quiz. We do. You might be crunchy if. Yeah. And if it's like. If it's like eight out you of however can, many. Yes. If you can fill out your like. The crunchiest of the crunchy. You get a There trophy. should be a prize. We, I was just thinking yes. we need to have like some kind of giveaway Bag prize. of granola. <laughs> I have a favorite granola. It's the Love yes. Crunch chocolate peanut butter one. Bag of granola. We'll send Crunchiest crunch. <laughs> crunchiest of the crunchy. Anyway, you're in good company. Stephanie and I are total hippies We're too. so hippie, you guys. Like we, That's why we can joke about these things. No, we haven't done some of these things. But you should know too that... We're not old, but like some of these things, even like belly binding and stuff. Ooh, is that crunchy? That's crunchy. Yeah. Be- a postpartum bit. bank Malaysian Bangkok belly binding. I did that. Mm-hmm. I did that. Ooh, yep. that's another point for me. I think I might be crunchier than you. Or it's as a- crunchy. On as on birth things, I think you're crunchier. But I think when it comes to health stuff in general. Oh, I see. I see. I'm just trying to one up. <laughs> Trying to one up you in something. Come on now. Oh my goodness. Just well, teasing. so far, all we have is terrible birth stories and inappropriate <laughs> conversations with my husband. Oh, this will be a fun one. <laughs> anyway, you guys, we're going to link to all kinds of things so you can be like, I need to visualize what they're talking about. We'll- we might just create that quiz too. So That'd go check fun. out the show notes. It's We'll have all the stuff. Until next week. <laughs> All right, mamas, we will be back with more tips and advice soon. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications first about new episodes. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for more information on the birth course and to join our online community serving pregnant mamas just like you.